A recent study has revealed that fat shaming is harmful and not helpful. So what is fat shaming? Well, fat shaming involves criticising and harassing overweight people about their weight or eating habits to make them feel ashamed of themselves. They believe that this may motivate people to eat less, exercise more and lose weight. In the majority of cases, the people who fat shame others are slim and never had to struggle with a weight problem. Well, research shows that much of the discussion on obesity on social media involves fat shaming, which often turns into harassment and cyberbullying, especially against women. In fact, there are entire online communities where people gather to make fun of overweight people. But stigma and discrimination against overweight people cause major psychological harm and even worsen the problem. There was a recent research that involved a number of overweight adults in Australia, Canada, France, Germany, the UK and the United States being surveyed. Half of those people that were surveyed said that they have experienced fat shaming from doctors, family, friends, classmates and co-workers that led to self-blame and avoidance of health care. So it is quite a common phenomenon where people are put down because of their weight. The study revealed over half of overweight adults that were surveyed from those countries have said that weight stigma is so prevalent and so detrimental to a person's self-worth and willingness to seek health care that it has become a significant public health issue, according to Rebecca Poole, who is the lead author of two new studies on the topic. According to the Deputy Director at the Rudd Centre for Food Policy and Obesity at the University of Connecticut, just like mental health, weight stigma is a legitimate public health issue, and we need to legitimise it in a way that really hasn't been done yet. According to Rebecca Poole, who studied weight stigma for nearly two decades, said the prevalence of weight stigma is especially significant because the causes of obesity are complex and often outside of personal control. So this study has shown that weight stigma has become a global health problem because of how prevalent it is and how detrimental it is to a person's self-worth. Nearly 14,000 members of WW in six countries were surveyed between May and July 2020 about their experiences with weight stigma and its effect upon their self-worth and willingness to seek out healthcare assistance. Family members were most likely to fat shame according to one study published in the International Journal of Obesity. Between 76% and 88% of the people surveyed had experienced weight shaming from a parent, sibling or another family member, mostly during childhood and adolescence. You might suspect that the stigma was the inadvertent outcome of a parent or family member trying to help a child overcome their weight issues and improve their health. But that's not what the study found. According to Rebecca Poole, when they asked open-ended questions about people's experiences of weight stigma from family members, it was often really harsh criticism 
teasing and making fun of them. She added that it ranged from calling them fat or thunder thighs to really disparaging comments that have a long-term impact. Also, the study found that the fat shaming by family members didn't end in childhood. About 22% to 30% of people reported that their first experiences of weight stigma happened by the age of 10, but weight stigma by family persists over time well into adulthood. Fat bias is something that starts, as we know, at a young age. Parents who comment negatively on their own weight status go on noticeable diets or tell their children they can't eat certain foods because it will make them fat are part of the problem. Those words and actions stay with a child into adulthood. And this really speaks to the importance of addressing the family environment, which often gets neglected in the context of weight stigma. For that reason, uh, Pool urges the need to help families engage in more supportive, less stigmatizing communication with their family members. So there you go. Families definitely play a huge role. Between 76% and 80% of the people surveyed had experienced weight shaming from a parent, a sibling or another family member, mostly during childhood and adolescence. Now, classmates came in second on the fat shaming ladder with 72% to 81% of the surveyed participants saying they had been teased or bullied in school. And this is something we know to be quite a common phenomenon. Between 54% and 62% of those who responded to the survey said co-workers had fat shamed them also in the workplace. Finally, even friends were quite likely to be critical about weight between 49% and 66% had experienced negative comments from their friends. Now, Poole said people are experiencing weight stigma in multiple close interpersonal relationships and across diverse settings, whether it's healthcare, employment or at home. So it ranges. While the study was able to compare similar groups, people who felt they needed to join a weight loss program across the nations, there were limitations. The study included a lack of diversity as the majority were white women and because they were in a weight management program, the results were not generalizable to the entire population of adults with higher body mass indexes BMI. The study was supported by a grant from WW International Incorporated. So 
as you can see, family members, including parents, siblings, and even classmates, and uh, the people you work with also play a role in fat shaming. Now, many people will be quite surprised to know that even doctors play a role in fat shaming. Find out how and why. That's next on Keeping Up With The Current. الكبرى ولم تغيبي لأنك الحق نور غير محتجبي حاشاك حاشاك لو مدوا إليك يدا سيصبرون وتعالوا فيما دشوه بي يؤذننا في رسول الله ما علموا Hello, 
It's great to be back with you on 2MFM Radio via 92.1 FM and via live stream on 2MFM.org and via our radio app as well. So I'm talking about a recent study that found over half of surveyed overweight adults in Australia, Canada, France, Germany, the UK and the US say they have experienced fat shaming from doctors, family, friends, classmates and co-workers that led to self-blame and an avoidance of health care. So it's a bit of a silent issue, really. We know obesity is a huge health problem globally. It's, it's a known fact. But how much do we know about the issue of fat shaming by doctors, family, classmates, and how much of a silent global health problem it is? A lot of us tend to think that calling someone fat will make them lose the weight or it may lead them to be more inclined to lose the weight. But research has really confirmed the opposite. Fat shaming is ineffective and has negative consequences everywhere. So experts are telling us to stop. Fat shaming takes place at home, in the classroom setting, online, at work, and even in healthcare settings. It's been reported that doctors also play a part and a key role in fat shaming. In what they call the first multinational investigation of associations between weight stigma and healthcare experiences, Paul and her colleagues used the same WW dataset in a second study to see if surveyed participants felt their doctors judged them for their weight. Studies before had identified weight stigma or bias among medical professionals, but the research was US-focused, according to Poole. The study that was published found between 63% and 74% of people surveyed in Australia, Canada, France, Germany, the UK and the US felt belittled because of their weight while visiting a doctor for healthcare. The study found in all six countries, people who internalised that stigma or blame themselves for their weight were most likely to avoid healthcare. So it goes to that extent. One of the repercussions of fat shaming is the avoidance of healthcare, which is one of the most detrimental problems. Now, according to Rebecca Poole, these people would get less frequent checkups with the doctor. They were more likely to view that their doctors were negatively judging them about their weight and that their doctor had less respect for them and didn't listen to their needs. The study found that those beliefs persisted even if the person was not significantly overweight. Now, prior research shows that when people experience weight stigma and internalize it, that itself 
can predict weight gain. According to Rebecca Poole, there is a common perception that a little shame or stigma might motivate people to lose weight, but that is not what we see in this research. She says when people experience weight stigma, this actually contributes to unhealthy eating patterns, behaviours, lower physical activity and weight gain. So it's doing the complete opposite. That pattern was also seen in both studies across all countries. The more people blame themselves for their weight, the greater the weight gain in the past year and the more they turn to food as a way to cope with stress. We know a lot of people contribute heavily to emotional eating. When they're feeling stressed, when they're feeling down, they eat more. And this goes for those who are overweight When they are stigmatized, when they are fat shamed, they are eating more, leading to more weight gain. So according to Paul, these findings really provide us with a compelling reason to be targeting not only weight stigma from doctors or healthcare professionals, but also finding ways to help people reduce the self-blame of stigma. So as we know, discrimination is proven to cause stress and really, I guess, negatively affect people. In the case of overweight people, this stress can drive them to eat more and gain more weight. There was another study which involved 93 women where they were exposed to weight stigmatizing information and this made those who were overweight but not normal weight eat more calories and feel less in control of their eating. In another study in 73 overweight women, those who watched a stigmatizing video ate three times as many calories afterward compared to those who watched a non-stigmatizing video. Numerous other studies support that any type of fat shaming causes overweight people to become stressed, eat more calories and gain more weight. So there are numerous studies to suggest that there is a high link to increased risk of obesity. And many observational studies have looked at weight discrimination and the risk of future weight gain and obesity. In one study in 6,157 people, non-obese participants who experienced weight discrimination were 2.5 times more likely to become obese over the next few years. Additionally, obese people who experienced weight discrimination were 3.2 times more likely to remain obese. And that goes to show really that fat shaming is unlikely to motivate people to lose weight. And that's why a staggering number of people nowadays contribute to fat shaming because they feel that if I fat shame that person, if I let them down or make them feel bad about their weight, then they will make an effort, a conscious effort to go to the gym, to lose weight, to go on a diet. And As we said in the study uh, mentioned earlier, most of the people who fat shame are 
family members because they feel comfortable to do that. They feel I'm doing something positive by doing that to make that person, to make my sibling, to make my child more inclined to lose the weight. But as we explained earlier, this is the complete opposite as mentioned in numerous studies. Now, Another study in 2,944 people, it found that weight discrimination was linked to a 6.67 times greater risk of becoming obese. There are many, many observational studies out there that indicate that weight discrimination is linked to weight gain and a drastic increase in obesity risk. Now, the harmful effects of fat shaming go beyond increased weight gain, which is serious enough. But there are also other harmful effects supported by numerous studies. Things like depression. People who are discriminated against due to weight are at a higher risk of depression and other mental issues. And this is quite understandable. I mean, if you're being teased, if you're being discriminated against because of your weight, because of how you look, then definitely it will lead to depression. Another harmful effect of fat shaming is eating disorders. Fat shaming is linked to an increased risk of eating disorders like binge eating. Then we have things like reduced self-esteem. Again, another very understandable uh, repercussion of fat shaming or discrimination. Now, fat shaming is linked to reduced self-esteem. Others by causing stress, Again, weight gain, increased cortisol levels and mental problems. Weight discrimination may raise your risk of various chronic diseases. So it is very, very serious. Fat shaming or weight discrimination can cause depression, eating disorders, reduced self-esteem and an increased risk of various other mental and physical problems. So research is very clear that fat shaming harms people both psychologically and physically. As I said before, studies show that weight discrimination is linked to an increased risk of depression. So, for instance, one study found that those who had experienced weight discrimination were 2.7 times more likely to become depressed. Numerous studies indicate that depression is very common among people who are obese, especially those with extreme obesity. And depression, as we know, is one of the top causes for increased suicide risk. And in a study in 2,436 people, severe obesity was associated with a 21 times greater risk of suicidal behavior and 12 times greater risk of attempted suicide. While studies on fat shaming and suicide risk are lacking, it's plausible that the harmful effects of weight discrimination may increase suicide risk. Depression is one of the top causes for increased suicide risk and people who are obese are more likely to be depressed.
So it's not an issue that should be taken lightly. It's something that deserves a spotlight. It is a topic that deserves to be spoken about. And we really need to reduce the stigma associated with this topic. Now, the bottom line is that weight discrimination, including fat shaming, leads to stress and causes overweight and obese people to eat more. This form of bullying may not only cause additional weight gain, but is, as we said, also linked to depression, eating disorders, reduced self-esteem and an increased risk of various other mental and physical problems. So while a lot of people, as we mentioned before, may assume that they are doing something positive by letting someone know that they are fat or that they are obese or overweight, whatever term they might use. So there's a lot that should change and it all starts with our mindset. Attitude change should begin at home. And that's according to Poole, who says, with a loving conversation about healthy behaviours, without making the child feel completely ashamed or embarrassed or judged because of what their body looks like. She says, our studies show that when parents shift the conversation to healthy behaviours, that tends to be much more effective. The focus isn't on the number on the weight scale, but on the whole family eating fruits and vegetables, replacing soft drink with water, getting daily physical activity. So I think for a lot of people, they try to shift the focus on one person in the household. You need to lose the weight. You need to stop drinking uh, soft drinks. You need to stop eating junk food when everyone else in the family is doing that in front of them especially the mother herself, she's bringing that food, that unhealthy food into the household. How can you expect the child to avoid it? So really, it's about making those changes for the whole family. The entire family in household need to be on board with those changes. It's not something, especially with a child, they say in Arabic, bistahli. you know, this child, bistahli. you know, their parent who is eating a chocolate bar or a bar of chocolate, they are going to want some more. Then they say, no, you shouldn't be eating junk food. Well, they mimic the behavior of their parents. So here it's about not focusing our attention on the number on the weight scale, but the habit of the entire family. Now, according to Paul, adolescents often prefer to hear more neutral words, things like BMI or weight, rather than obese or fat or heavy. But that can change based on individual preference and gender. Now, she mentions one of the things they've also found, particularly for girls, is that even when parents bring up weight in a kind of more neutral way, it can still make them feel emotionally distressed. So it may be best not to mention weight at all. So Paul believes that we can't substantially reduce weight stigma in the home environment by focusing conversations on health and health behaviours, rather than number on the scale or physical appearance. Change also needs to occur in medical institutions. She says we need to be educating medical professionals early on in medical school instead of waiting until they are in clinical practice. Now, one positive note, a consensus statement Paul co-authored last year that called for the ending of weight stigma was signed by 100 international medical organizations. So we are on the road to changing those policies. Now, policies can also be implemented in schools as well by making sure the kids are protected from weight-based bullying. 
Paul believes we need to make sure that weight is part of that diversity teaching at school. So she believes it's important to include that as part of the diverse curriculum. Now, body positivity has become more mainstream, but there is still a lot of fat shaming found in our daily lives. Changing our behaviours can help stop fat shaming, and there are a few other things that we can do. Health experts believe we should stop talking about diets, especially in the workplace. Thin people as well as fat people struggle with food issues, and talking about good food versus bad foods and weight can be triggering. They also advise not to comment on anyone's body, good or bad. Even an intended compliment such as did you lose weight can perpetuate the idea that being bigger is bad. Body weight is a deeply personal subject and should not be a topic of social conversation. Now, a very common phenomenon nowadays is for someone to approach a woman particularly it's a woman approaching another woman and asking her if she is pregnant. Now, she's not really sure if she's pregnant or not, but she's asking her because maybe she looks like she is. Now, that's something that experts warn for you to stay away from because it is known to affect that woman you are asking that question to. Most of the times, that person or that woman is not pregnant. So imagine the awkwardness in that moment. Just put yourself in that position. It is very common for someone to approach you and ask you, as a woman, are you pregnant? Because your stomach might look a little bloated or, I don't know, you've put on a few extra kilos. If you're not sure about, you know, that person being pregnant, it's better not to ask that question. You know, it's, as they say, none of our business. So uh, stay clear or steer clear of asking that question. Now, also keep unsolicited health advice to yourself. Even when disguised as a concern, such as I'm worried about your health, it may cause more harm than good. You can't tell anything about a person's health just by looking at them. So that is very important to note. Telling someone to eat better or exercise more isn't helpful, nor is judging or commenting on their diet or exercise behaviours. Also, It's not true that they are less disciplined, lazy or stupid. Thinking that if they would just eat better and exercise more, they could be thin is destructive thinking. It doesn't always work that way. Sometimes even starvation diets and and punishing workouts fail to provide a perfectly thin body. Sometimes a person who might look overweight is really healthy, healthier than a thin person. So you need to... change your mindset, your way of thinking. And it's really important that we should steer clear of all these types of remarks and all these types of comments because it contributes to self-blaming and all the other mental and psychological as well as physical health impacts. So remember, even to yourself, not just to other people, speak kindly to yourself. Focus on goals other than weight. And a lot of people, when they're trying to lose the weight, they keep away from the scale because the scale is not an accurate representation or an indication of whether that person is healthy or not. It's about how you feel And that's the approach that a lot of health practitioners, a lot of health experts are trying to guide people to think. 
So there is certainly a lot that we can do. It all starts with changing our attitudes. Remember, the effects of fat shaming are real and stigmatization is something that should be avoided. We can address this global health problem without making overweight people feel guilty. It all starts with compassion and understanding that are both very important qualities in addressing both problems. This includes acknowledging that health is not just about weight status, yet weight status can and does affect our health. 